I'm Michelle, certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. And I'm Marissa, and I'm a certified nutrition coach and group fitness instructor. And this is the Strong and Simple Podcast. We're tackling the latest fads, trends, and hot topics in the nutrition, wellness, and fitness industries using science and conversation to bust myths and give you the information you need to navigate the bullshit. Tune in for your twice a week truth bombs every Tuesday and Friday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 99th episode of the Strong and Simple podcast. Today is a mini-sode. It is Michelle. I am so glad that you are here with me today to talk about 10 tips that I've kind of thought about, put together over my years of training, working with beginners, people who are just starting to strength train, maybe folks who are already doing some sort of cardio or participate maybe in like a flag football team or, you know, um, some other type of sports team, like a summer softball league or something with work, right? Like you might be fairly active. You might go for daily walks or walks some days of the week. Maybe you're somebody who loves your spin classes, Zumba classes, things like that, but you are feeling like you are ready to tackle some strength training. Um, and first, you know, I absolutely love supporting beginners with starting to lift weights, starting to strength train, starting to resistance train. I really love the, um, that, that reward factor that can happen fairly fast for beginners to strength training. I love to see that moment when somebody lifts a weight or moves their body in a way that they didn't think they possibly could. Somebody who is experiencing feeling stronger, feeling that, uh, how that relates into their daily life. It's just very, very rewarding for me as a coach. Um, I mean, it's rewarding for me when I see any of my clients accomplishing goals, feeling successful, right? Uh, working through challenging plateaus or sticky times, right? Those are all rewarding, but there's something especially wonderful about the beginner's journey. Um, the Those first steps, that first time, those first few times, that's really just, I love to be there when folks are experiencing that. So anyways, if you are somebody who has had me as a coach and when you were a beginner, whether you were a brand new beginner to strength training in general, or you are, were beginner with kettlebells or barbells, you know, thank you so much for trusting me um, as part of that like journey for you. I know that that's kind of a cliched term at this point, but I'm not really sure what else I call it because it is a journey, um, a journey with really no end. It's an ongoing, ever-evolving fun time, fun journey, right? So today I've compiled 10 tips, 10 things that I like to suggest to folks when they are considering, when they are contemplating, when they are ready to jump on in with adding strength training, either somebody who is really not doing much movement at all currently for whatever rhyme or reason, there can be anything, time, lack of access, right? 
or folks who are starting strength training to add it in to their routine when they are already fairly active with other things, maybe you're a runner, Zumba, et cetera, like I mentioned before. And my first suggestion is to start small and it can be very, very tempting um, to like do all the things all at once. And for most people getting started with strength training, two to three full body workouts that hit the big six movements, and we're going to get into that um, in the next point, is going to be sufficient for you to feel progress, to maybe see progress if that's what you're looking for, and to begin to get more comfortable moving your body around in these sort of resistance movements. There are other ways to structure your workouts. Um, you could be doing upper body splits, um, push-pull splits. There's all different ways of organizing workouts, like programming throughout a week, throughout a month, throughout three months. However, when you're just getting started, two to three full body workouts that kind of hit all of those points are going to be sufficient to get you going. And it's much more likely that two to three days a week is going to be much more sustainable because you're going to be able to be more consistent with those two to three days than trying to go five to six days, especially if you are already doing some sort of cardio-based um, training and or yoga-based training and or Pilates type thing, and this is something you're adding into the mix. So starting small, this is directly related to point number two. Uh, don't worry about all the minutiae. Really just start and focus on the basics. And I know there is a ton of information out there in the interwebs, on social media, on YouTube. There are all sorts of do-it-yourself programs for quote-unquote beginners. There are all sorts of follow-along workouts for beginners. There are all sorts of um, posts and on Pinterest, right? Um, and I just want to caution you that a lot of times out there in the wild world of the internet, a lot of things that are labeled as beginner might meet you where you're at, but they might also not actually be beginner-based workouts. I'm just going to say that. Um, so that's another topic for another day is kind of how to, we'll get into it a little bit. But anyways, don't worry about the minutia, all right? Find a workout, again, two to three full body workouts that are focusing on the fundamental movement patterns. You're looking for workouts that include some sort of squat pattern, some sort of hinge, some sort of pushing, some sort of pressing, um, pulling, some sort of carry, and some sort of lunge, okay? And then these also in the throughout the workouts might also include, and I would recommend some sort of rotational work, some sort of side-to-side -side or lateral work so that we're moving our body in all planes of motion. But getting started with those big six movement patterns, getting your body used to them, and then building on that is really 
going to do your body real good. Okay. Not getting into the super fancy. You're going to do a forward lunge paired with an overhead press back into a, you know, um, single leg deadlift. You don't need any of that when you are a beginner. If anything, it's actually going to be more likely to lead to you feeling frustrated. So when you feel frustrated, you're less likely to implement, you're less likely to be consistent, making it not as sustainable. Um, and also when you are a beginner, if you're moving in these movement patterns that are very complicated like that, you're not really teaching your body how to move in those movement patterns in a safe and efficient way to really maximize the potential benefits of those exercises. Okay. So start small and don't worry about the minutia. Keep it with the basics. And for two to three months, focusing on those basics, two to three full body workouts a month, you are going to make progress. Okay. And you might be thinking to yourself, but that's boring. That's boring. Sometimes when things are simple, they might be boring, but if you are making progress and feeling progress, that is where you're going to stay motivated. Not everything that's good for you is going to be exciting. Um, and I mean, even as somebody who lifts some pretty substantial weight on dumbbells who can you know, I've been practicing, I've been working my way up to this. There are days when I'm like, oh, this is boring. But when I'm done, I'm like, oh yeah, look at what I just accomplished. <clears throat> so that feeling is where that motivation continues, right? So other ways to keep your motivation up, but start small, don't worry about the minutia. And that leads us into keeping track of your progress. Okay. I highly recommend, and I know it might be very uncomfortable when you're just getting started, um, especially if you're feeling a certain way about your body and how your body moves and you feel very judgy about your body. Um, it can be hard to do this, but if you can take some videos of your first few squats, take some videos of your deadlifts take some videos of your push-ups because in three months when you feel like, oh, I haven't made any progress with my push-ups, I'm still only doing 10 push-ups on an incline, I'm going to say, go back to that video of your day one of your push-ups and you might still be only, quote unquote, doing 10 push-ups on an incline, but maybe your range of motion has increased. Maybe your power on the actual push-up has increased. Maybe you now have more control. Maybe that plank position, you're able to better hold your body and control that motion. Those are all signs of progress that we don't necessarily notice over time unless we have that video to look back on. So if that's something that you're comfortable with, I do think that that's a wonderful way to you know, have like, these are probably be the only like transformation type videos that 
I think are pretty cool to look back on, right? But obviously, if that's going to cause you to feel a certain way or whatever, don't do it. Um, but if anything else, keep track of your data. All right. So your day one, you have push-ups. I'm just going to use push-ups as the example here throughout this episode. You have push-ups. And on day one, you are able to do five push-ups chest to the counter. You're on an incline, you're at your kitchen counter, and you're able to do five push-ups on the counter day one. Then the next workout, maybe you're able to do six. Then on the next workout, you're able to do four sets of six. Then maybe you try bringing that incline a little lower. And then so you're able to look back through time, whether you keep your you keep track of your data through an app, like my clients um, and in Straight Up Strong, we use True Coach um, to keep track. You can also use good old pen and paper. Um, if you are following a workout from um, a coach or something that you downloaded off the internet, it might come with some sort of like tracking log or journal. It could just be a notebook where you write things down. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Again, remember, we're keeping it simple. But remember how I said, you know, keeping it simple with the basics might feel boring when you are able to then actually see that those numbers, when you're starting to feel like, oh, I'm stuck, I'm not making any progress, this is boring, and I'm not progressing, you're able to look back at that data um, and really be able to see that, yeah, you are making progress. Um, and it can really help with the mindset shift. This can also help if you do decide to work with a coach, give your coach an idea of where you're at, especially if you have those videos, because then they can give you some feedback to make your movements more efficient, more powerful, feel stronger, sometimes just a little tweak in our body positioning or using some props or supports can really help us um, to make that progress. So there's tip number three. Um, number four, find a coach who meets you where you're at. And again, I know that um, having a coach is not accessible to everybody. But if you can find somebody even in a group program like Fitness Academy for Beginners, which I'm going to plug it here, um, next cohort starts March 8th. It is our uh, mine and Coach Tina's six-week course for beginners to strength training. We have a live session each week, plus like homework in True Coach where you get to practice, you get to communicate with us, and we walk you through those big six movements so that you are able to practice them so that you feel more confident being able to pick any workout program, whether it's straight up strong or you go into a group fitness class, a body pump class or something like that, um, and feel more comfortable and confident moving your body with weights and knowing some variations that are meeting you where you're at. That being said, you're going to want to, if you are going to look for a coach or a program like Fitness Academy for Beginners, um, you want to find a coach or coaches who actually really do enjoy working with beginners. And when you're looking for somebody, I think it's fair enough to ask that person, what's your experience working with beginners? How do you feel about somebody who's never lifted, a, like working with somebody who's never lifted a weight before or hasn't in a really long time, right? So finding a coach who's going to meet you where you're at, make you feel more comfortable 
to move your body and so that you feel comfortable communicating about what feels good, what doesn't feel good. And when something doesn't feel good, a coach who is going to work with you to find a variation that does feel better. And I don't mean not challenging because of course, if you've listened to any of the episodes before about progressive overload, our body gets stronger. We build muscle when we are challenging our body and we have to constantly be challenging, progressively challenging our body to make that change, right? So when I'm saying somebody who's going to meet you where you're at doesn't mean they're going to like make it just so easy that um, you're not going to progress. But if you're having pain in your knees when you're squatting, perhaps they're going to have you do box squats or lower the load, right? They're going to help you make adjustments so that your knees feel better when you're in that movement. Um, Also find a coach who will refer you out if something is painful, because that is out of your scope. Um, As a personal trainer, you know, as a personal trainer and coach, I am not a physical therapist. I am not a doctor. I can't diagnose, right? So find somebody who's also comfortable and confident enough to refer you to the appropriate um, providers. So that being said, number five, I do think it's really important to really practice these movement patterns with your body weight and dumbbells or kettlebells before you kind of start moving into barbell work. Because when you start working with a barbell, um, the those are just more advanced movement patterns basically because of where the bar is. First of all, you really want to make sure, you, like if you're working on deadlifts, that you really have that hinge pattern down really strong using your body weight, using lighter weight, and then working your way up. Because when you have that barbell in front of you, you're now also, you want to make sure you have that lat control so that the bar is not floating out in front of you. The bar, um, most bars are 45 pounds. I think some of the smaller bars are 35. Um, so that's, that's, you know, you're going to get to that point in that strength fairly quickly. Most folks will get to that strength fairly quickly. Um, but you want to make sure you know the movement patterns and your body knows the movement patterns with body weight and dumbbells or lighter kettlebells and then working your way up. I particular, I particularly love to teach the hinge, um, the deadlift pattern using kettlebells. I think that they are super useful tool for helping folks learn that pattern. Um, so when you are looking for somebody who, to help you get started, really looking to start practicing those movement patterns with body weight and or lighter weights, dumbbells, kettlebells first, and then working your way up to barbells, if that is something that you are interested in. Now, some folks are going to move on that trajectory much quickly, much much more quickly. Some folks are going to need more practice. Everybody's an individual. Again, this is why having somebody to guide you can be really, really useful. Okay. Um, Next would be, be wary of fitness entertainment. This kind of loops into those really fancy workouts that are like, you, we have a modifier in this workout, but you're still going to do, you know, 
work on your balance. You're going to do single leg squats on a BOSU ball to a press, but with, and with resistance bands, you don't, when you're a beginner need all of that. I don't even think you, in my personal opinion, need all that when you're intermediate or advanced. Um, but keeping it, being wary of programs that are promising fast results with fancy movements if you are a beginner, okay? As you get more comfortable moving your body under resistance with weights or with your body weight, and you want to try some of those fancier programs, you're probably going to have an easier time of it. I still don't think that there's necessarily a ton of value to many of them, but sometimes, you know, depending on what it is, um, could have some sort of benefit, especially if it keeps you moving and grooving. But in the beginning, be wary of like that real fitness entertainment. This goes with um, the next one, which is beware of shiny object syndrome. And this kind of loops back to where we were talking before. If you start to get frustrated after a month or two months or even three months, really giving a program and practicing with those big six movements enough time for you to feel and see the progress. And this loops into why you should keep track of your data. This also loops into how a coach, either in a group setting or in a um, one-on-one setting, can be really useful because they can help you not only make things more entertaining, but also, and by entertaining, I mean changing up the movements enough that you feel not as bored, right? But still keeping it simple. But if you are just program hopping from one program to another every month, you're less likely to get the results that you want. Give, find something and give it the three months. And I know there's a lot of coaches out there who have a minimum requirement of working with them of three months. I don't personally do that because if we're not a good fit, we're not a good fit. Um, But I do think that there is value to that for you to really give it a real solid go. Okay. A real try. So give yourself enough time avoiding that shiny object syndrome every time something new and improved comes out. Because honestly, it's probably not that new and improved. And if you're a beginner, you want to stick with those basics. Okay. I'm going to be honest here. So let's see what's next. Um, Allow yourself to have a growth mindset. Allow yourself to, when you are learning these movement patterns and you are practicing, to know that you're not going to be perfect and that it's going to take practice. This is especially important um, for when a workout feels particularly hard, particularly challenging. Being able to have that growth mindset and show yourself compassion and kindness because not every workout is going to be a good workout. 
every single human who is in fitness, who moves their body in an intentional way, has days that feel amazing, where the weight moves amazing, where your body feels great, where you're hitting PRs, where, right? And then everybody has days where they feel creaky, things move really slow, you're not getting the power, maybe you're not even getting the, you're not hitting the lifts or the numbers that you were a week ago, the last time you did this workout, you feel like you're sliding backwards. Just recognize that these are moments of opportunity for you to learn about your body and also kind of take stock about um, how's my sleep? How's my stress? How has my activity level been? This is particularly important for folks who are doing other like cardio activities. Did you just hit three long, like three spin classes this week? Did you just increase the length of your long run for your um, half marathon training? Maybe you're feeling a little depleted, right? Having a growth mindset allows you to kind of take stock of those things and experiencing that shitty strength session as an opportunity to learn about what's happening for you and your body, right? And that's really important so that you can help stay consistent. This flows into number nine, let your ego take a back seat. You are learning something new. Have that beginner's mindset. If you are somebody like myself who tends to beat yourself up and have like a very perfectionist mindset about things where it's really hard to be a beginner, where it's really hard to be somebody who's not really good at things right away, um, strength training can be very frustrating. Try to, rem try to, in those moments, remember that what you are doing for your body is pretty awesome. And try to remind yourself that nobody that you see on Instagram, nobody that you see on YouTube who is um, just crushing four sets of 15 push-ups, who's crushing a 300-pound deadlift, who's doing 100 snatches with a 16K kettlebell in five minutes. None of those people were able to do that on their first workout. Nobody was able to do that on their third month of workouts, on their third month of strength training. Everyone had to practice to get to that point. So try to check your ego and again, have that growth mindset to reframe when you're not necessarily good at this right away, or when you're not lifting as much weight as you think you should be lifting right away. Okay. I promise you, the more you practice, the more confident you're going to feel in these movements and you will get stronger, whatever that means for you and your body. Okay. And lastly, number 10, have fun and enjoy the process. See, all 10 of these kind of interweave with one another. And I think that that's important because, again, 
We know strength training is really good for our bodies. We know strength training is good for our mental health, right? We, but that knowledge can only take us so far if we feel frustrated by the process. Not every time, you're not always going to feel like you want to work out. You're not always going to feel like your workout was fun or great. But try to make it as much fun and enjoy the process as possible. If you're someone who really enjoys to work out alone or that's like your me time, find a podcast or an audio book or a specific album. That's what you listen to when you are working out for you, right? Find whatever's going to help, you know, keep that process. I'm going to use the word motivating, motivating for you. Something that's special that you only do during that workout time, right? That might make it fun. If you're someone who likes to train or be around other people, and maybe this is your social outlet, find a small group training situation or see if you have a friend. Maybe lots of coaches like to do one-on-two or one-on-three type of training sessions, right? Find someone who can jump on a Zoom Zoom group fitness class with you. Once you get the basics down, and this is what Tina and I teach in Fitness Academy for Beginners, we want you to leave after the six weeks feeling comfortable and confident to go and pick up most exercise programs and being able to work it for for you. Most, a lot of people who do Fitness Academy for Beginners roll into straight up strong programming with coaching with us. And that's when Tina and I are then able to help folks. We already know how they move. We know what their numbers look like. We know what kind of injuries they have. We know where their barriers are. We know where their opportunities are. We're able to take that small group programming and make it fit a little bit better for the individual within that group programming. Um, That's what Straight Up Strong with coaching looks like. And then a lot of folks then eventually go on to Straight Up Strong DIY, which is do it yourself. That's how we want people to feel after Fitness Academy for Beginners, whether you roll into Straight Up Strong or you roll into another coach's program or you're able to go to your local boot camp group fitness class, whatever that is, that you're comfortable doing your squats, hinges, pushes, presses, carries, lunges. And being able to know what is challenging for you and where you need to find a different variation and feel comfortable being able to advocate for yourself for that in those situations. So how to start strength training, whether because you have never done it before, because you are restarting after a really long time, if you are either not really active at all right now, or you're somebody who's active doing more cardio-based movements or yoga, Pilates type classes, situations, and you want to start strength training. These tips can work for you in any of those situations. One, start small. Aim for two to three full body workouts a week. You could probably do them in about 30 minutes or less, to be honest. 40 minutes with your warm-up and cool-down. Two, don't worry about the minutiae. Don't worry about these, you know, splits and rep ranges and set ranges. Just move your body. 
squat, hinge, push, pull, lunge, and carry. Keep track of your progress. If you are comfortable videotaping yourself, I really recommend it. Even if you don't watch them right afterwards, you can throw them into your Google folder or iPhone folder or whatever and not even look at them forever because someday you might want to look at them. I highly recommend that. If you're not comfortable with that, that's cool too. But I really implore you to keep track of the data, like the numbers, so that you can see that progression over time, especially for times when you feel like you're not making progress. Um, find a coach who meets you where you're at. Be wary of fitness entertainment. Start by practicing with body weight and or dumbbells and then work your way up to barbell work when you're ready for it. Lead with a growth mindset. Let your ego take a back seat. Beware of shiny object syndrome or program hopping. And most importantly, have fun and enjoy the process. Okay, so those are my 10 tips for you if you are looking to start strength training. And again, Fitness Academy for Beginners, our first session starts on Wednesday March 8th. This is a program that was specifically designed for folks who have never touched a weight and or um, it's been a very long time. And over the course of six weeks, we walk you through squatting, hinging, pushing, pressing, lunging, and carrying. We have a live session once a week on Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. There is a recording that goes out if you're not able to make the live session. And there is also a practice workout for you to do on your own. It's usually programmed in for Saturday or Sunday. And then Coach Tina and I are able to go in and check on that. Folks send us videos through the app. You don't have to if you don't want to, um, if that's not something you're comfortable with. But if you want that kind of feedback, we're able to give that to you before the next session. And this course is very, very thoughtfully designed to spiral back and continuously build on itself so that you're always repracticing, relearning, solidifying the skills from the previous weeks as you learn the new stuff. So I designed this with my teacher hat on. Um, it's also differentiated. We cap it at 10 folks um, so that we can keep it nice and small so that we really get to know you. So you really get to know us. So you have that opportunity to ask us questions. And the folks who have come through Fitness Academy for Beginners have had really, really great results with feeling more comfortable and confident with strength training. And like I said, many folks then continue with us in straight up strong and or go off into the world and find other strength training opportunities where they feel comfortable. So if this is something that you are interested in, please use the link in the show notes or go to straightupstrong.com backslash fab, F as in Fox, A- B, straightupstrong.com backslash 
fab. And you'll find all the information there. You can register for it there. We start March 8th. We only have 10 slots. We have filled all our slots in the past few um, rounds, our past few cohorts. So if this is something that you're interested in, or if you have a friend or family member who is looking for something like this, please share that with them um, or bring them with you. Uh, like we talked about, have fun and enjoy the process. What's more fun than doing something with a friend, unless you're like me and like to work out alone. But anyways, if you have questions, you can email me at strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com or michelle at michellefarrellcoaching at uh, .com. So you know where to find me. If you have questions, if you are not interested in Fitness Academy for Beginners, that's okay too. I hope that this episode was useful for you anyhow. Um, even if you're somebody who has been strength training for a while, a lot of these tips could also be useful for you now. All right. And with that, we'll see you on Friday with our hundredth episode. Holy moly. Thanks so much for being here. Love you all. You are amazing. Have a wonderful day. This has been an episode of the Strong and Simple podcast. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we've discussed or about any of our guests, please make sure that you visit us on Instagram at Strong and Simple Podcast. And if there's ever any topics, questions, concerns, anything that you would like to suggest to us, please feel free to email us at strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We, Michelle Farrell and Marissa Zabo of the Strong and Simple Podcast, reside on Pawtucket land. We acknowledge the land and the Pawtucket people, as well as the land and the people of the many Native nations of whom the land belongs. To respect and honor them and their land, as well as to be mindful of the harm colonialism has and continues to do on the Indigenous people of the United States and the world. This land acknowledgement is our commitment to support Indigenous peoples and their voices in the struggle against systemic oppression and for human rights, as well as to push against the cancelling and erasure of their history, their stories, their culture, and their present. We encourage you to visit native-land.ca to discover whose land you are residing on, as well as ways to support Indigenous folks. content of this podcast represents the views and opinions of Michelle Farrell, Marissa Zabo, and their guests, and is not intended to be individualized advice or recommendations. Nothing in this episode is to be construed as medical advice or to substitute for individualized fitness or nutrition advice. Always consult with the appropriate professional for your own needs.